I'm Linda van Tilburg for Business, and today I have Claire Morehouse, a wealth manager at Overberg Asset Management in the studio, and we're going to discuss holistic financial planning. Hi, Claire. How are you? Hi, Linda. Thank you very much. Thanks for the introduction and the opportunity to discuss a topic I'm so passionate about. Well, what is holistic financial planning? How does it differ from traditional wealth planning? Sure. So I think... You know, holistic financial planning looks at all aspects of a family or an individual's personal and financial life. Um, before creating a plan um, with regards to what to do, what to do with your money and where you want to go. Um, so it really ca- creates a personal long-term financial plan or a roadmap, as we call it. Um, and if the roadmap or the plan is something that is constantly reviewed, at least on an annual basis, but as well as circumstances change. Um, so it's not just putting in place some an investment or a structure and then walking away. It's very much about the ongoing management of um, of of your plan, and and the plan in, includes various different aspects. Um, yeah, what are these aspects? Because you mentioned a roadmap. How do you um, set out or go about to implement this for a client? You know, so the first thing that I do is gather as much information as possible. So what investments do you have? Are you single? Do you have a family? Do you have beneficiaries? Um, and, and kind of really look at your whole picture. Do you have life insurance in place? Um, do you have assets offshore or onshore? So it really starts with information gathering, and from there I get to build out this plan or roadmap that can be changed, altered, reviewed, but very much taking the journey with a client um, over the years. And and in order to do that, I break it up into three specific um, categories. The first being uh, wealth creation. This is what everybody likes to talk about, the sexy side of things, investing, you know, how, what returns am I going to get? Where's my best investment going to be? So, again, this is always the easiest conversation to have. But it's essentially about investing your money and growing your balance sheet. Um, and then we look at, we assess your needs. What are your short, medium, and long-term goals? If you're a younger individual, uh, are you saving for a deposit on a house? Are you planning to have children? Have you thought about saving for their education? Or, and it seems like a very far way off for some people, but how do you want to retire? When do you want to retire? And with other clients, they're closer to that, that part of the journey. But so I really look at, bring all that information together. And we also look at your, your split. How are you invested in South Africa, offshore? Do you have any exposure offshore? Do you want everything to be in South Africa? So, so that's the wealth creation part of things. And then we get to what I call wealth protection. And this is the less exciting topic, mm-hmm. um, but it's integral in terms of building out a long-term financial roadmap. When you're young, your most valuable asset is your ability to earn an income and then save for these future goals. If you are in an accident or some way lose the ability to earn an income, it's very important that we look at income protection, disability cover, um, as well as life cover if you have a young family. So that's why this is so important in terms of you wouldn't be able to continue creating wealth 
if you were unable to earn an income. So it's it really is a very important side of it. Um, and also what is very important to note is that as you go along your journey in life, these needs change and they cross over. So if as a as a wealth manager and a financial planner, I need to be looking at when you're getting close to retirement. Yes, it's great to have a high level of income protection. It's great to have disability cover and life cover in place. But at some stage, if you have been investing correctly and saving for correctly, these cross over and you could then be potentially putting more money towards your your savings or investments. And I think that is what a lot of financial planners don't look at. You just let a policy roll and roll and roll and then somebody has paid those premiums for so many years and then you realize, well, I've got savings behind me now. I don't need to protect my income at such a high level. I don't need to be paying these escalating premiums. So while it is absolutely essential for financial planning and the holistic financial planning, it's essential that somebody is also looking at this and taking it into account. And I'm quite passionate about not being overinsured. A lot of time people don't understand all of the insurance they have, and they just pay these premiums, pay these premiums. But there's absolutely a point where you could be overinsured. And I see it all the time because somebody has written a policy and not followed up on it. And people say to me, I had a friend just recently um, who had a heart condition. And she said, I asked her if she had severe illness or dread disease cover. And she said, yes, but medical aid paid for everything. However, there are a lot of other expenses that are going to come to her other than just the operation. And she just said, I really don't know how this all works. And I said, let me sit down with you and explain to you. You've been paying these premiums for a long time. You've now had a heart condition and an operation. You are entitled potentially entitled to a lump sum payout that is going to help you with the rest of your medical bills. So it's taking into account things like that. Um, and she wouldn't have even looked at it if I hadn't brought it up to her. Well, I think you're right. A lot of us just take out insurance when we're young and life insurance and we never look at it again. You're mm -hmm. so right about that. So that's you know your message. You should go and look at those or let somebody help you with that. Yes. Wherever you are on your journey, we have to look at, of course, wealth creation, retirement planning, but then also the wealth protection. How do you protect your ability to generate wealth? And how do you protect yourself from being overinsured sure. as time goes on? Should intergenerational financial planning be included in um, holistic financial planning? Well, that brings me to my third point, which then leads on to the intergenerational okay. financial planning. Um, and it's fiduciary or state planning. So it's saying, okay, great, I've set up your um, investing, I've set up your insurance cover, but is it tied together with a will? Um, and do your wishes align with uh, the liquidity in your estate as well as the bequeaths that you have made? Because a lot of people put a have a will put in place, but when we look at the full picture, it doesn't it doesn't all meet up. 
it, it and it's going to play out very differently to what you you had expected. And this is left to your um, spouse, family members, beneficiaries to then sort it out over time. It's are you aware of the tax implications or obligations to SARS? And are we are you structured in a way that you could be giving a lot of your estate to stop SARS because somebody hasn't looked at the whole picture? And I'm not saying we don't have to death in taxes, something we can't get away with, but we can be efficient and we can show you your picture, do the estate planning and um, suggest we're not tax specialists, but we understand that the taxes um, in various countries and attached to various investments. And we so if we're doing holistic financial planning, we do work a lot with your tax practitioner. So I think that's integral. It should always be separate, whoever's doing your, your, your taxes, and they can do the will as well. But we can assist with just saying, this is our understanding, and it ties up, or there's a big, there's a big loop, or there's a big gap that hasn't been thought about. Um, yeah, well, especially the tax implications of growing your assets, um, asset base offshore. Um, what is CITES tax? That's something that's often mentioned when talking about um, assets offshore. So so that's what that also brings me to the intergenerational planning. And as I said, it's often left an individual does their planning, but they don't bring in the the family or the next the next generation. And CITES tax is something that not a lot of people are aware of. Versitis is the Latin word for site, and it's about how you will be taxed on where your assets are based. So these days, we know we have many South Africans externalizing their funds, investing offshore, um, as well as children living abroad without the intention of returning to South Africa. But they are unaware that, particularly in the UK and the US, they the um, tax regime is different, and you will be ta- potentially could be taxed on or pay um, inheritance tax in the UK up to forty percent, and then in South Africa up to thirty to forty percent, and your state is eroded. So, and there are many ways to string a cap. There's there's no one answer, but there are various structures and various vehicles that we can put in place. To, to minimize paying double taxation. Nobody wants to pay double tax. Um, so, so that's really where, where CITES comes in. Um, and again, working with a financial planner from one generation to the next generation uh, is hugely beneficial to, to the beneficiaries, to a family, um, and just being aware of what you could be liable for. So what are the common mistakes people make when creating this holistic financial plan? Um, I think a lot of people just want to look at one section. Oh, I'm investing, I'm building wealth, and and not necessarily knowing that there are people and companies out there that want to take a journey with you. It's not just by here's an X amount of money and invest it, get your best return. And then they have that all over the place. 
And we're not saying we need to manage all the assets, but what we are saying is show us your whole picture and then we can inform you and help inform you how things currently are and give you options that you can decide on. And as I said, the most important thing is the continuous continuity of that. You need to have somebody looking at your your full picture and reviewing it. And what we ask clients, I always ask clients is, if you have a life-changing event, getting married, having a child, the loss of a loved one, change of employment, please let me know. So don't wait for the annual review. Let me know. And I can say, okay, this changes this or that or that. And I would advise we go in this direction or that direction. We never, everyone's situation is unique. Um, but we, so we never, um, we will never give you one option. But we will give you the full picture and then assist you with making the decision that can be the most beneficial to you, to you and your family or uh, we have a lot of um, individuals. But just a, sing, a single, it's not only about planning for families, it's about planning for individuals as well. So, yeah, how can and people ensure that their uh, holistic financial plan is up to date and relevant for their current financial situation? You talked about not looking at it annually. Mm. So, at a minimum, we look at it annually. At a minimum, we will, and it, it's our part of the regulations. We must review our clients on an annual basis. But then it's that um, that question that I ask clients: Please stay in touch. Please let me know because if we get your annual review, and I don't know that you've changed jobs or incomes or had another child or a child has graduated and is now going to study overseas, um, it makes it difficult for me to stay on top of the plan. So I ask clients to, some, and sometimes clients feel they don't want to bug you, but that's, that's my job. I'm here, that is what I'm committed to, and it over. Overberg Asset Management, you know, as I said, we understand that everyone's situation is unique and we really are committed to ensuring that our clients receive the full picture and that we continue to offer advice and support along this journey. So what are the benefits of working with a financial planner for a, a, a holistic approach? So I think it's, um, you know, we, we are traditionally called wealth managers, but wealth manager is also a financial planner. So the word wealth manager is sometimes deceptive because it makes you feel that this person is just going to invest for me. But the, the absolute advantage of working with somebody who has financial planning um, expertise as well as wealth, wealth management just continues to ensure that you, you have your picture. You know, okay, if the markets are down, so we might have an annual review when the markets are down, which has ha happened for the last few years, but we still believe the client is in the right portfolio, the right investment to meet their longer-term goals. Um, so often you'd have a knee-jerk reaction from a client saying, oh no, the world, the markets are down. I want to take my money out, whereas that's just crystallizing a loss. And if we can explain 
why the markets or portfolios are down and that these were the long-term goals we're working for, this is still the right option for you. Or if your goals have changed, we can then potentially look at changing your portfolio. So nothing is static. I think that's the most important thing. The benefits of working with wealth managers and financial planners is that our duty is to continually have a relationship with you over time. Not just send out an annual statement, not just a policy doc that you get and you don't understand. Um, so yeah, those are the, those are the main benefits. Um, yes, and I had an interview with somebody who talked about Generation Z and how more and more of Generation Z is coming into the workplace. Do you find, are they aware that they need to do financial planning? Or do they think, oh, I'm young enough, plenty of time? We, we, there's kind of a balance there. Sometimes there is a sort of a, as you said, I'm young, I don't need to think about that yet. But in general, I have found my younger clients to be far more um, aware. The internet offers so much information, and that's also where they, they are open to working with a financial planner because there's all this information out there so that they know there are hundreds of investment options, there are all kinds of things. But if somebody can help them to start, have a starting point, and they are finding that comforting. So I definitely find over the, so I've been in, I've worked in finance for 21 years and particularly in individual financial planning, wealth management for 12 years. And I'm definitely finding the younger generation far more open to to having a plan and also the awareness around as a medical professional, as uh, somebody working in fintech, it's they have specialized in these areas, and they respect and understand that we are specialized in our areas. So, and they don't have the time to go and do this all themselves. So, yeah, definitely, definitely finding, I would say, overwhelmingly an openness from the younger income earners. That's interesting. Claire Morehouse, a wealth manager at Overberg Asset Management, thanks so much for speaking to us. No, thank you very much for the opportunity. As I said, a topic I'm very, very passionate about.